Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Codswallop. Good choice. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You might know me from the Tell Him Steve Day podcast and the I Sell Comics podcast. Listen, I love podcasting. I love talking, but what I really love doing is talking Codswallop. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay. <laughs> I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Codswallop Podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast, Talking Codswallop, right here, man. Welcome to the second edition of Talking Comic Cons. This week, it's just the two of us. So I am Gemma. I am James. And Andy is feeling a little bit worse for wear at the moment because he's had operation done on his teeth and that actually was done today. So I did message him to see if he wanted to join us, but he said, I I really want to, but I just don't feel up to it, which is fair enough. So we'll have to make sure we take the piss out of Andy a little bit this episode. He's saying that he's had teeth surgery done, but I think rather like Richard Hammond, he's had teeth winding done. Yeah. I think yeah, so. I think he's had his teeth bleached. Yeah, or, or, or um, you know, people are sick of his bullshit and they've just wired his gob shut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with teeth whitening. Yeah. <laughs> sort of guy to have his teeth whitened, you know. Yeah. Several hundred pounds a tooth, but he's gone for all of them. He's a manager of IT in DHL. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> He's probably he's probably the sort of chap who'd have a bit of manscaping at the same time as well. You yeah, know, probably. Of, but have, he, have his eyebrows uh, waxed or whatever they have to do with them, so yeah. Yeah, because you're a real man, aren't you, James? Yeah, I'm a real man. I do none of this sort of stuff. <laughs> as people who've met me all attest. <laughs> okay, so the purpose of the reason why we're recording is to talk about Cardiff Comic Con. And abuse Andy. And abuse Andy, of course, yeah. <laughs> But it's Cardiff Film and Comic Con, which I attended. I attended mm. last weekend. It was a lot of fun. Sweet. Yes. Well, you've gone back to those sweets things again. <laughs> it's just the oh, two yes. of us saying it's sweet and cool sweet. and groovy. <laughs> was the Sunday the last day of it? Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. It's always interesting the last day. You know, it wasn't as busy as the Saturdays always are. Mm-hmm. It was still a nice day. You know, it was... There was still a lot of people there, which was fantastic. And I had a wonderful little assistant, one of our listeners, Nathan Page, who was on our Halloween episode. Cool, man. Nice guy. Yeah, he is. And it was lovely to meet him in person as well. He is a really, really nice guy in person as well. It was nice to know that it wasn't a performance for the Halloween episode. So, <laughs> For you, that was a bit like meeting a famous person, finding out that they are just as nice as you think they are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Excellent. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, in my ca- in his case, he did meet a famous person. He, he did, met he me. Yeah, you, you see. We know this to be true. Yeah. It was like, you know, you remember that feeling when you first met me? Um, well, absolutely. Yeah. It was like 10 times more excited. Well, so, somebody said to me, I mentioned that when I was at um, the Liverpool one, somebody recognised me. There was a famous podcaster there, and I said, 
Gemma was there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks. Keep it up, keep it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But no, on a serious note, it, it was a really fantastic day that I had. And like I said, Nathan being there actually... He doesn't realise this, but it gave me the confidence to go up to people and talk to people because I knew that I had someone with me. Yeah, no, I understand I didn't feel like I was on my own. So that that was a really, you know, really great thing that he did for me. And, you know, we also, it was lovely to meet him as well, like I said. I had to go through the experience on my own. No, I know. (laughs) Sorry. No, it wasn't a problem. It wasn't a problem, but it's the fact that you are right. I mean, I just give myself a kick up the arse and start talking to people, but you were correct that you need sometimes that little push. Yeah. To go and talk to people. Yeah. And you know from experience, obviously, that I do need that kick up the bum that I need to get going. But... Yeah, this time around, though, I think it was handy because where I've been to so many Showmasters Comic-Cons before, mm-hmm. it was a lot of the same sort of people at the stall ho- uh, stalls and stuff. Cool. Uh, yeah, so there was a lot of people that, you know, you mentioned on the Liverpool episode that the T-shirt, you, your T-shirt was recognised mm-hmm. because I was wearing my T-shirt as well. A lot of people were like, oh, hi, Jem, you know, kind of thing. Or, you know, they might not necessarily remember my name, but they mm. do remember that they'd spoken to me before or they'd, you know, seen the T-shirt before. So, yeah, it is a very, uh, very good T-shirt, obviously. <laughs> it certainly is. Well, I, I had that moment when someone did... They, they recognised the podcast, and this is when I wasn't even wearing the T-shirt, and I mentioned what what we are, and they said, oh, yeah, I've heard that, so that's always nice to know. Mm, yeah, it's good. First things first, what I tended to do was I tended to just sort of do a walk of the, walk of the ground, so to speak, mm-hmm. and see what's actually available for interviews and things mm-hmm. you know but also obviously i'm there to enjoy myself as well so it's not just interviews and things you know i was looking for what could i buy or what could i you know whatever yes there was a load of really awesome artists there one that i'd seen previously <clears throat> sorry my voice keeps crackling a bit was a gentleman who he's got his own business basically called Tudley's Pen Art. Nice. Sounds interesting. Tell us more. Yeah, and he's a fantastic artist and he does a lot of like pen art, mm. but he does it with a lot of dots. Oh right. Yeah. I know the sort the way you mean, yeah. Yeah, I've got a couple of his pictures, which uh one of them is one of them is Deadpool. And the other one is Jack from um, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so two of my favourite things, basically. And they are absolutely incredible. The fact that he has managed to create this beautiful, nerdy art and he's done it using dots, basically. It just, I don't know, it just blows my mind when I saw all of the art that was there, basically. Uh, so... I also felt like it was a bit of a winner because I got an interview with him this time. Sweet. That's very good. Yeah. That is very good. Previously, he he was a bit nervous about sort of coming on the mic. You know, he he said, you know, if Andy was here, you would have picked up on what I just said then. (laughs) I I picked up on it. I I decided not to to run with it because, unlike Andy, I'm not a pure filth man. No, I know. (laughs) With his dirty, perverted ways and thoughts. It's quite funny because I was sitting there waiting for it and then I was like, oh, Andy. He's not here. Yeah, he's not here. <laughs> I mean, I was quite, I've got to say, I did think that, you know, obviously, whatever you get up to when you're interviewing these people isn't tell up to you. He wanted to, to, if he had concerns about, you know, relieving himself upon the microphone, 
As long as you keep the uh, the uh, the little spongy thing on it, you know you can wash it afterwards. See? Yeah, or replace it. Yeah. Yeah, I've stepped in for I've stepped in for Andy. I've done the filthy, filthy portion of the show. Pure unfiltered filth. Yeah, <laughs> not quite as bad as him, but yeah, definitely. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But can anybody really be as foul and filthy as Andy? I don't know. I do not think so. <laughs> Oh, but that's why we love him. It is, it is. Yeah. Um, so so he was excited about speaking on the mic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> correct, that's over. correct. Yeah. He, wished to, he wished to speak and pass on his words and views through the medium of the microphone. <laughs> and uh yeah, that was that was the previous year. And then this year I managed to like I said, I managed to convince him to um have a chat with me and he was like well he'd, he wasn't sure sort of what questions i was going to ask and i just explained that i just want to find out about him his hmm. art you know uh he turned around to me and he said i'm really concerned because sometimes when i'm when i'm speaking when i'm nervous his accent because he was he was from cardiff so he was very welsh and he he was worried that his accent was going to turn slightly indian and uh yeah i can i can safely say he still sounds welsh so you've got nothing to worry about <laughs> a welsh indian eh? interesting yeah <laughs> that will be an interesting accent well to be honest it isn't the two of the accents mm. aren't that far apart you know we were like talking about this mm. after we'd done the recording they're not massively hugely apart uh, different because both accents sort of go up and down in the songy, singy kind of way. So now I'm with um, a gentleman from Tudley's Art. And sorry, what's your name? Well, uh, Craig James my real name, but Tudley is uh, just my creative name, I guess. It's a nickname. Oh, okay. And where did that nickname come from? Well, my middle name is Tudor. Uh, my friends started calling me Tud and then became Tudley. And okay. it's more interesting than Craig. So yeah. I can't see myself as... I don't know, Craig the artist. Yeah. So Tudley's pen art just sounded better. Yeah, fantastic. And yeah, this is the second year that I've I've met you. And last year I, I brought some wonderful art by you. And I, I mean it like with the wonderful part as well. And it's displayed very nicely and prominently on my walls now. So oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, thank you. What inspired you to, uh, do, you know, do art? Yeah, well, uh, I've always done art as a kid, and uh, bass, yeah, I just kept at it. Uh, I never really intended on doing this as a living. Uh, I did a film degree. Oh, okay. And basically, I just, every so often, kept going back to my artwork, and it was a hobby, and all of a sudden, I had a lot of artwork. I lost a job, and I thought, let's just go out and sell my artwork, and I just started there really yeah and it bloomed ever since it did yeah and I never did uh, pointillism before so it's little dots in uh, pen and I just tried it out once and just became obsessed and yeah. it didn't stop yeah because there's so much detail into your um, into your pictures because you know like like you said it is little dots and uh, you know like it really captures the you know like captures the 3d of the picture so it's very well done i really really do love it so thank you very much i appreciate that 
And um, obviously, well, I'll let you sort of get on. But um, what I was going to say was, did you want to give your social media information so that listeners can follow you and maybe pick up some art? Yes, that would be great. It's uh, all under Tudley's Pen Art. So uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and I got an Etsy shop. So it's uh, etsy.com slash UK slash shop slash Tudley's Pen Art. Okay, fantastic. Well, thank you for speaking to me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I did speak to a lot of artists, and there was another one that was an artist that was called uh, for his company was called Dead All Over, and again, he was he was fantastic. He did a um, piece that was Shaun of the Dead, and <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Shaun of the Dead, so I picked that up quite quickly. It was like a fiver, and I was like, that's a bargain. I have to get that. And it's a picture of um, Sean and Ed. And yeah, it's just like the two of them. Ed is eating a cornetto and he turns around to uh, Sean and says, you've got red on you. <laughs> and this was after they just killed all of the zombies yeah. in the back garden. <laughs> yeah, so that was, you know, it was a really funny piece and I, I really liked it. But there was a lot of other stuff that he had as well. And he also was saying that he actually does a lot of like comic book covers and things as well. Ah, that is interesting. Speak to three different artists and it was hard to actually pick out of them who was the best because I'd say that all three of them were amazing. Mm. And that's why I wanted to talk to them because it was just like, I don't know how much traffic we're going to be able to send their way. Mm. But at the same time, I was fascinated by how their career started and it was all very slightly different. It is very interesting to see what people have on offer. Um, yeah. There was a guy who made things out of metal. I think I've got pictures of him somewhere from when I was at Liverpool. Uh, they make us sort of alien and predator transforms like Batman and, and, and whatnot figures. And it's really interesting. It, it is a brilliant thing to go to these events and see who's there and what, what they're creating, what they're selling. Yeah, absolutely. Because there is, I mean, there's the typical shops that are there. Yes. So, yeah, we've got, you know, comic book shops that have got a stall there, which, again, is fantastic, you know, because they still, they still got stuff that everybody wants at a Comic-Con. But, yeah, I do lean more towards the, the creative types myself. So this is Gemma and I'm with Nick Gribben and he's an artist and a fantastic artist. What inspires you to do art in the first place? Well I love comic books and movies. I've collected comic books for 20 years and I've always been inspired by the artwork in them so and then I started reading them obviously but uh, yeah just uh, other people's artwork that inspires me yeah um, it's my favourite artist. And um, is it mainly comic book art that you do or is there other forms of art that you are interested in at the same time? Or um, Well, I do the comic book cover artwork and the sketch covers and I also do sketch cards. So um, I've just done a set for Topps uh, trading cards of, oh, um, of Star Wars cards. So that was really fun. And then my, it was my first set and it was Star Wars. So that was great. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of fun. And obviously we're at Comic-Con. So if Batman and Deadpool were in a lift together and they were fighting to the death, which one would survive? Oh, well, I'd say Batman would probably have a plan how he would get out of any situation. Yeah. But then Deadpool would probably heal himself. So. Oh. Uh, I'd say Deadpool because he might uh, cut his head off but then his head would probably still survive yeah it'll grow back in tiny form yeah yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah. 
Okay, well, before I go, can you give me like website details or Twitter or anything like that so that you can promote what what you do because it is it is fantastic. So. Okay, well, yeah, I've got Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, and you can find me by looking for Dead All Over. Okay. So yeah, and uh, yeah, just search that, and you'll find me. Okay, fantastic. Well, if you get a follow from the Talking Cods Wallet podcast, then you know, please follow back. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. Okay, bye. Thanks. <laughs> and the other artist that was there was called Bertram's Art, mm-hmm. and again, I got another interview with him. Good, good. He was the last of the physical artists, so did drawing yes. sort of thing. But yeah, again, he was he was amazing to talk to. He's such a character as well. So yeah, and he he said he was going to listen to our show. So I said, well, thank you very much. <laughs> I'll be I'll buy a piece of your art then. <laughs> that's, that's it. Putting the pressure on him, I like it. Turn those yeah. screws. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll buy off you if you listen to us. Yeah, exactly. And his uh, well, his either wife, girlfriend, well, partner. Anyway, who was who was there, and she said that she was going to listen as well. So I was like, ah, oh, two for the price of one, brilliant. That is <laughs> well, the piece that I picked up from him was an 80s piece, mm-hmm. and it had all different characters from the 80s. So it had... Ooh, nice. Yeah. So it had Scooby-Doo, it had Stranger Things, which I know we'll get to Stranger Things again in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the education and, of James on Stranger Things is beginning. Yeah. <laughs> we will be talking about that. Oh, like Gremlins, E.T., and all sorts of different things. Um, but it also had Freddy Krueger on there as well. Nice. <laughs> but the character's got like a boombox, <laughs> and it says relax, or a relax, yeah. don't do it, or something like that, that it says coming out of the boombox, which, you know, it's just, it was a fantastic piece, and he did actually say that that was probably the most popular piece that people were buying at the Comic-Con because... I can believe it because partly it's age range and it's what's in fashion, isn't it? The, the 80s Renaissance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, um, whoops, uh, I've completely drawn a blank, so you're going to have to help me. Who's Freddy Krueger? Oh, Robert Englund. Yeah, yeah, because Robert Englund yeah. was there. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so he actually thought that, you know, it was quite a popular piece because of that, really. But I think it's a popular piece because of the quality of the picture, to be honest. Yeah. I'm here with Bertram's Art, and I'm um, sorry, what's your name? David. Hello, David. Nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, maybe not take the mic away from my mouth when I'm speaking. <laughs> so is this your artwork here? It is, actually. I've been doing it now for about five years, and uh, I've been coming to the Cardiff Show for about four years. And it's absolutely one of the, the best regional shows you can go to in the UK. Yeah, yeah very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's Cardiff. Who doesn't love Cardiff, eh? Such a lovely atmosphere, lovely people. Um, and it's just one of those shows where you feel really invited and like your, your product is re- sells, always sells well. Um, they just, if they see something that they like, they just buy it. And that's a great a- attitude to have. And it, yeah, yeah. And so you, you prepare for the show. Uh, you do new designs knowing that there's going to be fans that come expecting to see what you've got. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a great show to prepare for. Yeah. And um, do you cater your art around, you know, with the stuff that you bring around who the guests are, or um, do you just like in general bring what you think is? It's funny that because it's like I I should prepare for guests, but um, I found that because I'm pretty much into whatever guests there are. So like Doctor Who, I love Doctor Who, so 
I'll have that to who designs. So I never prepare, I, or um, there's an anime contingent in, in, in a Cardiff. I bring like anime designs. So I've found that I'll prepare new designs without even looking at the guest list. I, I try to focus on the fans and knowing them what they might be into. Yeah, so, uh, but it wouldn't ha ha do any harm to, if like Freddy Krueger, if I did a Freddy Krueger design for this show, for example, that would do so well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But then, I mean, the guests are the thing that bring the people, isn't it? But then it's like the stalls are, you know, that's where you encourage people to see you and everything, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. Like, we bought, like, a design called Sh a Stranger Things design, obviously based on Stranger Things, but we've made it a little bit of an 80s mashup. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. And uh, so you, um, one of the designs on there, you've got Freddy Krueger holding a ghetto blaster playing um, Frankie Goes to Hollywood, Relax, Don't Do It. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's just like a small piece of info on there. But a lot of Freddy Krueger fans have bought it purely for that one character. Yeah. There's obviously about nine or ten characters on the actual design itself. Yeah, because yeah. it is a really cool piece, definitely. That caught my eye straight away. Yeah, so It's a really good piece, that. Uh, so, obviously, um, I, I've never been a massive horror fan, but I love the characters, so I always try and take a comical take on it. Yeah. So that, that's the way that I do it, and I think horror fans love that because yeah. it's a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well, before I go, because I can see that people are waiting and things, so um, can you give me like any Twitter details or any social media? You can find all of our designs at berchamsart.com, and that's spelled B-I-R-C-H-A-M-S-A-R-T.com. And uh, you can also see us on Facebook, Bertram's Art. Okay, fantastic. Thank you very much for your time. No problem. Yeah. I did actually go over to one of the Blue Jacket people. So, you know, the people that look after the stars and stuff mm -hmm. and asked if I could get a interview with, um, Jesus, I, we literally just said his name. I don't know what's wrong with my brain. Robert Englund. Robert Englund. Thank you. See, <laughs> I just want to say before we launch into that, I'm glad to see that someone follows the rules. <laughs> yes. Yeah. One of us does. <laughs> one of us is a complete ignoring rule breaker. The other one <laughs> follows the rules. Yeah. Well, you only break the rules on one time. You didn't, That's true. you know, it was an accident, whatever. You asked to speak to Rob England, tell me more. Yeah, I did. I didn't get the interview, unfortunately. Oh. But Boom. bummer, yeah, absolute bummer. But he also had, he was the only person there that kind of had no flash photography, no something else. There was another message that was up on there behind him, sort of to mm. say, you know, like, if you if you want these things, you're going to have to pay for them. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah. I guess that's fair enough. Mm -hmm. It was a bit expensive, like £60 for a photograph mm. and £60 for his autograph compared to other people that were there that were, like, 20. Mm. And, you know, like, I think in that sense, it was a, a little bit steep. I get that it's... Robert England, I get that obviously he's very iconic and all of that. Personally, couldn't see myself paying like 120 quid for for two things. Hmm. Well, I was talking to people actually interestingly about um, Robert England at the Liverpool Comic Con because we were discussing how incredibly popular he is. Incredibly yeah. popular. Um, I, in fact, it's when you and I first met at the um, Birmingham. Birmingham. Collectomania, yeah. Yeah, there were, the cues for him were Mental. unbelievable. They were mind-bending. But I'd been very lucky because I'd gone in very early 
and was in like the first wave of getting photographs with him. It's the first thing that I did with Linda and Jen, who also just had the baby. Congratulations. Oh, got congratulations, a, got a recording guys. of it. Don't um, forget to keep listening to the podcast, though. You need yeah, some distraction. <laughs> you will. You know, especially in those hours when you've had zero sleep and you, you're trying to work out what's going on. Yeah. You, we can lull you into feeling better before your, your baby needs more from you. Um, but I remember that, yeah... The, the getting a photograph, we were very lucky for getting because we got a sort of bang on right at the start of the day because the rest of the day you could not sort of get near him at all for the amount of queues. I mean, I've never ever seen queuing of that level, even when I saw like the business at Liverpool. I've never seen it that much. That's possibly because you've never been to London Film and Comic Con, though, have you? I don't think I've got the guts to go to London yeah. <laughs> Film and Comic Con. <laughs> well, it's described to me. I don't think I could handle it. Oh, it'll be. It, it's cool. It's a good. It's a good one. But yeah, for for Kevin Smith and other people, when I went, there was a massive amount of people waiting. So, but then it's all sectioned off. It's all separate to the um you know like the shop not the shops but you know what i mean no, the, the stalls the flo- and things yeah. like that so it's all up in a upper layer ah. so i'm pointing does that help you it does it yeah i'm imagining you're like doing like a uh, <laughs> yeah pointing to the left problem it's all over there somewhere oh i actually was pointing to the left that's really spooky and yeah. um <laughs> if you hear a thud that isn't me falling off your window onto the ground honest <laughs> Well, my arms have got that long, they've hit you. (laughs) (laughs) My legs! (laughs) Yeah, so going back to Cardiff, obviously surrounded by lovely, lovely Cardiff uh, Cardiff people. (laughs) Cardiff. Are these like cardigan wearers? They're Cardiff people. It's actually the real name for people who live in Cardiff, actually. Cardiff? Yeah, they're they're Cardiff people. The Cardiff people. (laughs) But of course. And I, I love, and this is kind of aside from the Comic-Con, but I love how patriotic the Welsh are. I have to just say this bit quickly. <laughs> what are you Go laughing on. at? I just found it amusing to, like, a side note. Go on. No, no, because it is, because it's not related to the Comic-Con. So, but it is related to the day. I went to Tesco's to buy some water and things like that to take him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I said to them, oh, can I, can I buy a bag? Because, you know, so I could put my equipment in and whatnot. Mm. They're, uh, the Tesco's carrier bags have got a Welsh dragon on them. Wow. I think it's amazing. Yeah, that's different. That is di- but again, it shows, it's good. It shows that they've got pride about yeah. themselves. Yeah, that's cool. It's like you never see over here that they've got the St. George's uh, that's true. flag that's true. or anything you don't, like no. that. No. It'd be good if they did, though. Yeah, but I, th- I suppose, you know, be taking it away from the Welsh, wouldn't it? That mm. they came up with the idea. So. Yeah. <laughs> but that so that was like there was a little side note to it but you know also i was just impressed by how patriotic they are about it all so hmm. yeah and um yeah other people that i spoke to i finally got to meet the people who made our patches nice very very cool people from pink bird patches and i got to again i got to speak to them i was actually i was doing my first initial walking around at that point so Laura, it was actually Lauren, not Laura. Sorry, Lauren. 
was actually waving at me at sort of to get my attention because she saw my t-shirt Hello. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um because at that point i was doing the whole oblivious walking around kind of thing so but it was lovely that she did that because then I managed to manage to speak to her and say thank you in person because they're really, really good quality patches. That's very good. We'll definitely be using them again when we've uh, used up the ones we've got. So I'm here with Lauren and John. 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 Jordan. John. Jordan. John. Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh dear, we'll, post, we'll sort that out post-edit. And with the wonderful people who did the patches for my podcast. So I wanted to obviously stop by and say hello. So what, first of all, inspired you to get into patch making? Um, lots of things. It was the, I can't really draw that well. So it was the ability to be able to turn like artwork into like sketches and things into actual patches and see them as like a nice complete product that looked good, even though my artistic skills aren't that great. So we started like quite small with things like, um, faces like anime character faces. And now we're focusing mainly on animals and we do like big patches for jackets and stuff. And it's just very satisfying to see like completed pieces of work looking really good. Yeah, yeah, because I can vouch for that because yeah, I am really, really happy with my patches. So when they run out, I'm going to be getting a lot more, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, thank you. And uh, yeah, and because this is actually my own artwork. So yeah, yeah. Well, it's lovely artwork, and it was so fun to work on because like you find the more detailed the patches, the more fun it is to digitize. Because yeah. like digitizing is quite like a laborious process. So if yeah. the design is like funky it's much more fun to work on you know and then time just flies by and yeah and then like seeing like the outline all stitching out and stuff is so satisfying to watch yeah oh that's amazing i'm gonna talk to you now as well i'm gonna put you on the spot <laughs> yeah um so were you interested in uh making patches first of all or uh was this like a joint effort that you you both wanted to get into uh well the main, when i see lauren doing it it actually inspired me as well like i wanted to get on the scene because some of the stuff she's done it's it's unbelievable like seeing it from paper implemented onto like a t-shirt or a hat yeah. or it's great so like we're actually trying to do a bit of uh, uh, printing on them so um, ah, okay, cool. trying to go down different avenues because it really is amazing seeing it come onto yeah. garments really yeah. it's brilliant <laughs> and just so that everyone knows that's Jordan speaking because I muffed up his name at the very beginning so yeah <laughs> sorry all the time, all yeah. the time. John, Jonathan yeah. Yeah. I think it was an accent thing as well because obviously yeah Definitely. Although I love the Welsh accent, I have to say. Oh, God. Yeah. Where are you from? Um, Weymouth and Dorset. All right, you've come quite far today then. Yeah, about two and a half hours. So. Oh, wow. Oh, we only live 20 minutes down the road. But oh, what, right. what made you want to come here today then? Um, well, to see you, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I'm here with press, so I managed to get a press pass. So. Fabulous. Yeah. Oh, documenting the whole convention then. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, oh. And um, obviously, just before I go, did you want to promote your site and also, uh, you know, like Twitter or anything like that? Uh, yeah, sure. So we are pinkbirdoriginals.com. We make custom embroidery, patches, workwear, hats, uh, garments for fashion, literally anything that you need embroidered, we can do it for a reasonable price and a quick turnaround. <laughs> yep, I second that. Okay, thank you.
Well, well, the T-shirt and the image certainly do work because when I was at Liverpool, I was sat at stage uh, watching a, a discussion about cosplay, and I put my hand up to ask a question, and the the hedge scout recognised me, and she went, "Talking Codswallop." So yeah, <laughs> we are now known. We're, and as I said, people get taking pictures of my back. So somewhere there's going to be a lot of very confused people swiping through phones, going, "Why is there a picture of this person's back?" <laughs> you know maybe hopefully it'll stick in mm. and uh yeah and they'll start downloading the episodes as well that would be nice i certainly hope so yeah we'd like some more subscribers please and some more listeners so if you would be so kind out there if you're listening to this and you're thinking gosh you know what it's not a bad podcast let's give it a shot and tell all my friends about it go tell five friends brilliant podcast <laughs> well i didn't want to toot my own horn too much you know <laughs> It's exceptional. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go as far as exceptional. It still needs a little bit of work, but yes, it is a good podcast or an excellent podcast, let's say. But yeah, go tell five of your friends, and then tell five of your friends to five, uh, tell their five friends, and, uh, and so on, and so yeah, on, and so on, <laughs> and so on, because we would appreciate it, please. <laughs> the other person that I spoke to at the Comic-Con was a company called Novel Decorations. Mm -hmm. They were amazing. Like, basically, the guy that I spoke to, who I kept calling Bob, even though I think his name was John. We uh, <laughs> addressed this in the different, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think it was because of their accent. Uh -huh. There was moments where my, my brain wasn't quite hearing what people were saying. So this Bob guy, he turned around and he said, I'm the ideas man, and he carries all of the stock and everything. Mm -hmm. Whereas uh, the lady who actually creates everything, and she did a fantastic job. It's basically a company that they take books and then they fold individual pages down and create images. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen them, but they're basically, they're books that stand upright and then they've got normal pages and then right in the centre, they've got like, say she did a Groot one. So Groot was in the middle mm -hmm. and she'd like literally folded every single page to kind of make sure that that, you know, that image was the right one. I think she said it takes up to about four hours per book. So uh, I'll let her explain it a little bit better because I don't think I did it very much justice there, but I did get an interview with her and she did actually sort of explain it a lot more because i initially thought that they were carved out wow yeah but they they're not it is all to do with like a technique of folding the page to you know make these images appear basically and it was really clever it was really really clever it is it's it's quite a unique thing i've never actually heard of anything like that being done before no well i've i've seen it being done before you know never really knew what it was until now yeah, I'm with Novel Decorations, and the first person I'm speaking to is Rachel, and I've also got Bob with me, whose name's really Paul, but <laughs> I had a bit of a hearing problem, so what do you, obviously what you do is you carve into books, but did you want to tell us a little bit more about what you actually do and stuff, because I'm not selling it very well at all. <laughs> well, it's actually folded book art, so basically what I do is I find a design, and then I have to go through like every single page and then custom fold it. Okay. So I can basically do any designs people want. Obviously at Comic-Con we've gone for more of the geeky theme. Yep. Um, but we can do different bits. We, I've done weddings, I've done names. So basically I can do anything people 
What? Oh, amazing. And um, do you sort of like keep with the theme of a book? Like if you were to use a fairy tale book sort of thing, would you do fairy tales or? Yeah, if I had a specific book, say a fairy tale book, then I would find a fairy tale theme. Like I've got Tinkerbell. So I could do like a Tinkerbell theme or something. Harry Potter, as a big fan, I would love to do Harry Potter books using the actual Harry Potter books. But yeah, if I can find a book with the theme, then I would do it and I could have the cover on display then. Yeah, that would be brilliant. Um, And also, how long does that take for you to do that as well? Uh, The longest book so far has been four hours and that's with a big root and a little root. Oh, okay. Oh, that sounds amazing. I love Groot. (laughs) Yeah. And then um, we've got the idea. Oh, it looks amazing. That really is great. <laughs> and um, yeah, we've obviously got the ideas man here as well. So, uh, you know, what do you bring to the table? <laughs> well, besides the ideas, the strength, I carry it all in. <laughs> no, um, I'm a big, I'm a big nerd. I'll be, I'll be honest. So, um, uh, so I'll, I'll say to Rachel, you know, Oh well, this this show's kind of popular at the moment. How about how about this logo, this this character design? Yeah. And go, then I do it, and he says, "Can we keep it?" Yeah, so, not great. <laughs> but you know, I'll I'll, I'll go and Sorry. design it or fish it out from online or something. I'll I'll get it all ready, prepare it for Rachel, and then she'll start making the design. Okay. Oh, brilliant. That is, you know, it's a, a good lot of teamwork then, basically. So you do all the hard labour and you come up with the ideas. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm the talking man. I'm the salesman. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, before I go, because you've got a few people looking now, so did you want to sort of give the social medias and everything of your... Uh... Yeah. Um, there you go. It's uh, facebook.com slash novel decorations. Just okay. shoot us a message and we can do anything, custom design, or just us a message and ask us how we're doing just talk to us okay fantastic well thank you ever so much for your time thank you thank you you. and and then finally i spoke to these guys okay i'm with ipg um paintball sorry i'll take out the um and post credit don't worry (laughs) and um sorry what's your name jeffrey Hello, Jeffrey. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I stopped to speak to you guys so that you could do a little bit of promoting on the show. So fire away. Codfish, deep fried haddock, what's your chat? Cod swallop. Hoosh. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. And did you want to tell us about what you're actually here to do today? Disneyland on steroids, adrenaline, pie bowling. Hoosh, hoosh, hoosh. Do you want to shoot your family? Do you have? <laughs> Jeffrey, do I uh, do a do a fish freestyle? <laughs> Find us at ipgvip.com. International people, what codwallop? Thank you ever so much. <laughs> what do you do? You're you're a muppet. <laughs> So from interviews' point of view, that's the interviews that I got. What's the most interesting thing? I think just seeing all of the people, you know, mm. and speaking to the artists. And oh, oh, there was also Death Star Publishing, which was there as Ooh. well. Couldn't get an interview with them, but we are going to go back and forth via email and try and set something up because they've got something that's coming down the pipeline. So we'll hopefully be getting them on very soon. Sounds good. Yeah. With regards to the day itself, it was just seeing all the people in their cosplay. You know, it was 
interesting just seeing people and just watching people, really. I, I mean, I agree. That's the sort of thing that I like. You get to go and do a bit of people watching, just see yeah. some some, um, some of the sort of people who turn up. But it is the amazing effort that people put into costumes. Chewbacca was there and he basically, you know, was taking photos and things like that. And I, for my friend's little boy, on a piece of paper, I wrote down, hi, Louie, because Louie is his name. And then got a picture with Chewbacca. And, you know, it absolutely made my friend's little boy's day because he absolutely oh, loves Star Wars. That's nice. So, yeah, I was really pleased that I got to do that. That was nice. And Good. The Chewbacca costumes are terrifying, though, for the poor buggers who wear them. She must be so hot. I know, yeah. And he was offering out hugs as well. And I said, could I possibly oh. have a hug? And he said, yes. Oh, I assume it was a he. It might have been a she in there. Oh. And uh, I said, oh, I've never cuddled someone so furry. <laughs> 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 so yeah so that was good of course then i also got my picture done as well with the de morgan so we're getting on to the stranger things topic now okie dokie when i was there i sort of said to them if possible would i be able to sort of kneel on the couch and put the microphone up as if i'm actually recording what the de- i think it's de morgan it's either de Mor- demi morgan or de morgan but either way, hopefully people who've watched um, Stranger Things will know what I mean and apologies if I'm getting it wrong. But yeah, so I actually put the microphone up as though it was actually speaking into it. <laughs> and it's like me with this stupid, cheesy grin on my face, you know. <laughs> and it was just such a brilliant... It was like the best £5 that I spent all day. And I spent a £5 on a lot of good stuff, you know what I mean? So I really, sure. really loved that picture. What was the strangest thing you think you saw all day? There was a man that was there who... He had... I don't know what he was dressed as, so if I describe it to you, you you might know. I'll see if I can work it out. Yeah, you might know who it was, but basically it was a man, and he had a top hat on and a walking stick, but like he was dressed mm-hmm. in a suit, but you could tell he was in cosplay. It wasn't like he, he hadn't dressed up as like a gentleman or whatever. He dressed up as a character. He looked very cool. I'm not sure what that would be, no. to be honest. Sounds good, though. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was really good, and... um there was... Have you ever seen Silent Hill, the film? Many, many, many moons ago, yeah. Okay, well, you still might get from this reference. At one point, they're going down the corridor and there is a load of, like, dead mummy-type things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there was somebody that was dressed up as one of those dead mummies. <laughs> That'd be a bit yeah, so there's, creepy, but... Ah, no, not really. It was... Like, she just had loads of bandages around her and stuff, and but she did, again, it looked really good. I think anybody who puts an effort into cosplay... Is is fantastic really you know there was a lot of like i imagine they were kind of like warhammer type characters as well um the problem is is that i don't know everything about the comic-con genre do you know what i mean so i don't know i don't know exactly who everybody is or who everybody's dressed up as if i saw harley quinn then i know it's harley quinn a lot of freddy's sort of walking around and you're kind of like Oh, I don't know if that's actually you or... The Freddy's are usually really impressive, though. I've got to be honest. Yeah. I saw them where um, Birmingham, there are some people who could have walked off the screen. They really put the effort. I mean, that's the thing that amazes me about all these people. The amount of effort they put in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that. Because, you know, even if it's just a simple one, it still takes a lot of time for them to do it. And, yeah, I'm very impressed with anybody that's that creative that they can make something from scratch. So well done to you, cosplayers. 
Mm, certainly well done. I mean, they must put... It's the amount of time and effort they've got to put in, so... Yeah, I think that's about it, because I was only there for the one day, so I had a burger, and that was nice. <laughs> Excellent, but people are always nice to you, yeah? Yeah, lovely. I, I always find that everybody... When I go to the the Cardiff Comic Con, everybody seems so warm and welcoming. Whether it's the store holder or it's just Joe Bloggs walking around, you know, everybody seems really nice. And that's probably because they're all Welsh and they're amazing. So I think we've been talking enough Codswallop today. Enough Comic Con Codswallop. Comic Con Codswallop, indeed. I've been Gemma. I've been Clone Nine Hundred Seventy Five Point One, otherwise known as James. <laughs> oh, I've been Andy. I got bad taste. <laughs> My teeth hurt. <laughs> I'll note it. No, Andy has wonderful teeth because they've all been bleached and capped. <laughs> That's what he's been spending the money on. They still hurt though, James. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they do. Every thousand, the thousand from thousands of pounds he's gone for that perfect movie star smile, it'll all be worth it, Andy. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's him slapping. Meow. <laughs> 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 All his food's been put through a blender. Cats are chasing around the house. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. So, well, yeah, thank you for joining me for this episode. It's nice that it was the two of us again. Not obviously anything against Andy, but it was just nice that it was the two of us again. So, Indeed. Yes. And Andy will be back soon. Oh, God, yeah, he'll be back. We can't keep him away now, so. <laughs> can't keep a good man down. <laughs> no. This is like the end of the episode. I started the beginning of the episode talking about the wonderful Nathan who joined me on the day. And I then had the thought of adding in the extra part of actually getting Nathan's opinion on the day. So welcome to this next sort of 10 minutes. Uh, Nathan, how are you? I'm really good. Thanks. And yourself? Yeah, I'm really good as well. And it was l so lovely to meet you that day as well. And you? Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I, I knew that it would be amazing for you to meet me, but you know. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and that smell that just won't uh, go away. <laughs> so what were your highlights of Cardiff Comic Con? I'd have to say getting getting that computer. Oh, <laughs> I've yeah. been after one of them for ages, which was broke, by the way. Oh, no. Broke, but it, I opened it up and done a bit of soldering and it, it's perfect now. Oh, well, I mean, that's good. But oh, that's such a shame that it was broken, though. I know. It's, that's naughty. Naughty company. Naughty company. I know. I couldn't believe it. I was, but what can I say? It's nothing that I couldn't fix. So yeah. I've sorted all up and running yeah that's the, that's the main thing so what was it that you actually got then so that the listeners know what you actually got sega master system 2 ah amazing yeah and you were so excited <laughs> i was yeah I, I was like a fat kid in greg's <laughs> <laughs> sausage roll cake sausage roll cake <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you also got some cool Batman things as well, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I, I bought two um, Batarang blades. Oh, yeah. That I wanted to put in a, a boxed frame because I've got a signed photo of Ben Affleck and I wanted to add them to that feature inside that frame. Yeah. So, and I have, uh, it, look, it looks really good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because yeah, they were packaged up so well, weren't they? They was really sharp, they was. Like, you, you could run London with them. That's how sharp they was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, for safety purposes, I suppose they have to do that, don't they? Oh, yeah. 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 
And also, you know, the the funniest part for me, I, I mentioned it to you on the day, but the funniest part for me was when we were talking to some people, they had boxed items, you know, one of those like yeah, secret... I zoned out. Yeah, I can't remember. The, I can't remember the company name, but yeah, it was basically that. Um... I put I put that down for lack of sleep because, like I said, I I finished and uh, I got called in off on nights. Yeah, an emergency thing where a customer on site, and we had to produce this certain bar, chocolate bar for them. And I literally didn't sleep at all until like it was going to be about six o'clock in the evening. Yeah, and I literally had two hours sleep. And then back in on the night shift again. Yeah, because you left me at about half past two, three o'clock, didn't you? So, yeah. and that was from an early start as well, because we, we met up at yeah. about 10. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so to tell the story, um, so there were some guys there that were um, uh, secret boxes, which they've got uh, different sort of, they got Batman things in, or they're all themed boxes, aren't they? Like a sort of loot crate type of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so Nathan goes over to him, and the guy is, like, chatting away, and all of a sudden I'm realising that Nathan has just zoned out <laughs> completely. I went, oh, yes, because <laughs> the guy was going, uh... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the poor guy was sort of like <laughs> he was just like on the spot you could see that he I was know, just I felt dying <laughs> I felt bad because I felt so rude doing that but I, I couldn't help it uh, I really wanted to apologise to the guy oh, and, but I thought he's not going to remember you <laughs> no he's not <laughs> no. And, and that's no disrespect to you but he isn't going to remember you so don't worry um, but yeah I think I covered it pretty well and I said oh yeah can, can I take a, a leaf about it and when we have a little wander around we might come back later you know sort of thing but I was just like Nathan afterwards <laughs> he's like I, I was just so bored <laughs> his voice had like a one tone to it as well yeah kind of like white noise to a baby yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't want to say horrible saying that but it's sort of like made me just Want to sleep? Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh, it was so funny though. It really, it really made me chuckle as I was sort of as we were walking away. So yeah, and I managed to save you from from something evil as well, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are we gonna are we gonna discuss this? Well, yeah, you can discuss as much you want. Okay. Um, I've got a feel of fear of crimes, and. <laughs> there was a few people dressed up as it there as Pennywise. Yep. And I honestly thought you was gonna actually push me towards one. No, <laughs> no. I no because just saying I would have actually pushed if I seen someone that's got a fear of claims, I would have actually pushed them because I'm horrible like that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well then clearly I'm the better person. No, because he I mean you had to remind well, your face reminded me when you first saw the first one and you were kind of hiding behind me, <laughs> even though you're a bit taller than I am. Um, I, I, I wasn't hiding. I just saw something on the store behind you and I wanted to... <laughs> I hid, yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I was like, what's he doing? What's he doing? And then I saw the clown and... Uh, I don't think the first one that we saw was Pennywise, or it was a mask anyway. American Horror Story? <sighs> yes. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, the clown from American Horror yeah. Story. So, um, yeah, I'm going to keep talking about it until you're, you're um, crying on mic. Um, 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, and then we were walking around, and there was a Pennywise, Pennywise, um, but the, like the new version of it. And uh, yeah, I I was ready. I was ready to um, punch its lights out if it came anywhere near you. So <laughs> imagine if you just like lunged with it, punched it in the nose, and all you get is a <laughs> I'd run. <laughs> oh my god! Big speak if you punch it in the face. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine that would have been so funny? <laughs> and step on its foot, and he's trying to find its foot. <laughs> <Honk>. <laughs> Oh, that would have been so funny. I mean, I would never have done it because obviously it was uh, probably a nice person underneath it, but you know. <laughs> I don't doubt that. I'm just saying if they, yeah. if a clown comes to me, you know, I, I, I'm going to do the the first thing I that comes into my head and it's probably run and cry like a little girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or hide behind a girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what else did you enjoy on the day there was some there was a really good artist there drew things by freehand um do you remember him he done little cards for star wars as well oh yes yeah i had an interview with him and uh he was he was amazing he was yeah that was dead all over yeah yeah he was absolutely fantastic with me and he's really interesting to talk to as well which yeah. obviously people will have heard at this point that uh, they've heard the interview and things. But at, sort of when the mics were turned off, he was still really interesting to talk to as well, wasn't he? Oh yeah, he was. And the, I wish, I wish that I honestly got one of the Shaun of the Dead pictures he drew. Now I regret it big time. You could always go on his website, deadallovershop.com and go and pick one up. I think I picked a card up of his. I'm almost sure I did, but um, I, I definitely gonna get one of his pictures yeah because i've got the shawn of the dead one and it's sort of proudly presented on my ball not to rub it in yeah <laughs> but that's when we started the conversation about um funko pops as well and the shawn of the dead yeah. funko yeah. pops wasn't it i thought you were still talking about funko pops when i mentioned that i used one of them to sort of prop my mic up <laughs> but it turned out it was uh it was an actual statue wasn't it that you wanted it's actual figure, yeah. Yeah, I was after. Yeah, so phew, <laughs> but it is now a cup. I'm being more respectful. I just wanted to let you know that since that confession, I've now changed it to a cup. <laughs> if my children go anywhere near my my figures and everything, yep. the one dog goes off. It's only a toy, and I'm like, oh, it's not a toy. That is art. You know, your Barbie doll is a toy. This is art. Is his hand painted, and I, I proper nerd out. I do yeah. the fact that you know. I, I think well, it is art. I think personally because the detail in some of these figures Absolutely. is unbelievable. It is. It's uh, yeah. It's an art art sculpture, isn't it? Really. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. What was it? Your daughter said that you're such a nerd, wasn't it, or something for yeah. coming to Comic Con? So she comes. Uh, oh. Where are you going? I go, I'm going to Comic-Con. Oh, you nerd. You'll be collecting toys next. Sarcastic <laughs> comment to me. <laughs> what she doesn't realise is that actually only cool people collect stuff. I know. Either one day she'll learn or you can just play this bit back to her and just say, what? <laughs> it's not. It's... If she doesn't learn, I'll be fostering her off. <laughs> <laughs> not going for the full adoption, just fostering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Was there anything else that you wanted to sort of mention on the day or anything like that? 
I had a really good time. It was nice to meet you. Yeah, it was like I said at the beginning, it was lovely to meet you as well. So, yeah. And I wore my T-shirt. And you did, yeah. I was so surprised because you had your coat all done up. And then when you undid it, I, I was like, you got, you got your T-shirt on. <laughs> yep. As a as a fan, yeah, it must be because you're our first purchaser of teacher as well. So you're even more special because you purchased the teacher. So so thank you ever so much for putting uh, putting that money in my pocket <laughs> and, spe- and allowing me to spend it at Comic Con. No, I'm joking. <laughs> did you like my magic trick I showed you? Oh yes, yeah, you did a couple of magic tricks, didn't you? Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, you put through the fingers and yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So as we were walking around, yeah, yeah, I just all of a sudden Nathan like presented me with a crooked twenty pence piece, and I was like, well, what am I supposed to do with that? I can't buy anything with it. <laughs> I bent it. I bent it for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did. I've still got it in my bag as well, <laughs> but I was like, but I can't well, use you it. Have no choice, you can't spend it. <laughs> 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 that's how that's how appreciative I was of that 20p no obviously yeah. I was saying that as a joke but yeah it was really cool and uh yeah and then you did uh did you ex- want to explain the one you were doing with your um the elastic band or don't explain obviously don't explain it in the sense of you know we don't want to uh ruin the trick no but it's just like basically getting elastic from one finger to the next. But it's impossible because the top of the finger is basically tied together to the next finger. Ah, uh, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's called the penetration trick. Oh, that's a... <laughs> it is. <laughs> I bet... I'm almost sure it's that, though. <laughs> I read it somewhere. <laughs> no. I bet your lady at home's pretty happy with that trick. Then. <laughs> come here, come here. I got, I got something involving penetration. <laughs> Yeah, I bet you have. <laughs> Go away, I got a headache. <laughs> you know, here's some um, paracetamol. <laughs> oh, well, thank you ever so much for joining me for, you know, this little chat, sort of re-talking about Cardiff Comic Con, which, yep. hands down, has been my favourite Comic Con so far this year. So, obviously, may there be more. May there be more. Yep. And say hi to the guys for me. I will do, yeah. Oh, yeah, did you want to tell Andy what you thought of him as well? Because I think you you like Andy the best out of all of us, don't you? I, I, I think he's hilarious. I think Andy is one of the funniest people I've heard. Seriously, the sense of humour is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> we um we joked, didn't we? That uh, what was it? You said you said what you just said pretty much then, and uh, then I said, yeah, he's got a great sense of humour for such an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> we love you andy we love you james as well because you know we can't have one without the other thank you for listening to this week's talking cods wallop if you enjoyed this episode why not go back and listen to the previous episodes you can find talking cods wallop on twitter facebook and instagram at cods wallop pod this podcast is available on podbean no phony podcast network iTunes, Stitcher, and many other podcast mediums. Thank you for listening to our Codswallop.